BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Now, verse 9 of Isaiah 42. Verse 9 is very important because this represents a sort of pivot in the chapter. It says, Behold, the former things have come to pass. In other words, what I said in the past came true, and now I will prophesy again some new things, chadashot, and I will tell them before they happen. So now the author of Deutero Isaiah will be speaking explicitly about future events. Okay, so I said that usually a prophet speaks to his own generation unless he explicitly states that he's going to be speaking to future generations. So from verse 10 until the end of the chapter, I believe the prophet Muhammad is now being described at the primary level of the text, no longer at the level of Midrash. He is no longer the mirror image of Cyrus. Now he is the image itself. And how does it begin? Sing unto the Lord a new song. A shir in Hebrew is a lyrical hymn that praises God. This is the only appearance of the phrase new song in Isaiah. It does occur in the Psalms, but the Psalms were written by totally different authors in a different country, separated by hundreds of years. So just because another author used the same two-word phrase in another book of the Tanakh does not mean that it's identical in meaning. The Bible, as we said, is a compendium. It's an anthology, as you said. It's a library. It has multiple authors, and multiple authors often use the same words to mean different things. So this is going to be a new scripture that praises God, a new song unto the Lord and his praise, Tehillah, from the ends of the earth, you who sail to the sea and you the creatures in it, you islands and coastlands and their inhabitants. We already established these Iyim, these coastlands. Verse 11, very important verse. Yish'o midbar va'arav. Let the desert and cities lift up their voice. Chatseirim teishev qaydar. The cities, or sorry, the villages that Kedar inhabits. Yoronnu yishvei selah. The inhabitants of let the inhabitants of Selah sing for joy. 
Let them shout from the tops of the mountains. Who is Kedar? Yeah. So according to Genesis, he is the second son of Ishmael. Peace be upon him. Imam At-Tabari, he says in his tarikh that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is a direct descendant of Kedar. Others as well. Ibn Qayyim, Al-Qurtubi, others say this as well. Okay, this, this is just something mass transmitted, as we would say, that the Prophet ﷺ is a descendant of Ishmael. Nobody but a crazy revisionist uh, would dispute this. The, the Kedarites are Arabs. Okay, where did they live during the Prophet's time? In the Hejaz, in the Arabian Peninsula. The Quraysh, the tribe of the Prophet, were Kedarites. Jesenius says, quote, the rabbins, meaning the rabbis, call all the Arabians universally by this name, whence Leshon Qaydar is used of the Arabic language. He's saying here that in, in Hebrew, the way to say Arabic is Leshon Qaydar, Lisanu Qaydar. That's how you say Arabic in Hebrew. You say the tongue of Kedar. Okay. Where is Salah? According, sometimes translate the, the inhabitants of the rock, right? According to commentaries, biblical commentaries, Selah is Petra, which was the chief city of the Edomites. And then the Nabataeans. The Nabataeans were named after Navayoth, the firstborn son of Ishmael. So the Nabataeans and the Kedarites, i.e. the Arabs, will lift up their voices and sing for joy when this Abdullah, when this Nabiul Ummi will arrive. The two major Arab capitals of the ancient world were Petra and Mecca. The former was the capital of the Nabataeans, and the latter was the capital of the Kedarites. And incidentally, there is a mountain in Medina called Salah as well. There's also that, which is quite interesting. But that's just a little more, that's like the cherry on top. So, so we, have, we have a Gentile prophet who will bring true religion, the divine religion, to the coastlands, to the Nabataeans, to the Kedarites, whose character perfectly matches the Prophet Muhammad, yet Christian apologists act like, so what? And, and then they say that, that when God told the snake in Genesis that the seed of the woman will crush its head, they say, isn't it obvious this is Jesus? The seed of the woman will, will step on, the, on a snake's head? I, I don't see the obviousness of that at all. They further say that by crushing the head of the snake, Jesus destroyed Satan and thus sin. But he clearly did not uh, from their own perspective. Why? Because Christian polemicists and apologists say that 600 years later, Satan deceived Muhammad into thinking he was a prophet of God. And by doing so, he was able to convince billions that Jesus was not God, not crucified, there's no trinity, etc. It seems like the snake is very much alive from their perspective. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.